Hello, and welcome to episode 196 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And today we are talking about all the things we missed because someone went on vacation. Holy moly, it seems like this happens every time. I go away for a couple days and like all of magic implodes. <laughs> there were so many announcements and drama and all kinds of un- stuff. Unexpected everything. So we're uh we're gonna give some thoughts and likely not get through it all and you guys will get to listen to more of this next week yeah so um if you uh have ideas of things you want us to rant about or stuff like that all of our social media links in the description below so you can reach out to us and be like hey you forgot this oh i'm sure there's stuff i forgot i was adding more when i got home from work today i remembered more when we were doing our pre-show that didn't get added so much that we missed so if like Brian said, there's something that you want to hear us rant about. Uh, remind us. That way we can rant about it. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two ways you can do that. Our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Follow that link and anything you purchase will help to support the show. We'll get a little cut of that and helps to pay all our fees and keep the show going. If you guys want to support us more directly, uh, patreon.com slash casual MTG is where you can do that. If you like what we do and you want us to continue what we're doing um, and get access to the Patreon perks, head on over there, chip a couple bucks in. You'll get access to our pre-show that I just mentioned. You get access to our show notes. So you get a sneak peek of what we're going to be talking about the, you know, the coming episode. And then you also get put on my mailing list, which I have to do coming up. I have uh, the next round of givebacks ready. Um, I'll probably have to do that either this weekend or next. So I better make a note of that to myself that those will be coming out. If you want to get in on that, sign up for our Patreon. Like I said, chip a couple bucks in. Make sure I get your address. Now there's still some of our patrons I don't have addresses for despite bugging them what I think is consistently. Um, So if you want to get put on my mailing list, make sure I have your mailing address. And uh, yeah. Chip a couple bucks in patreon.com slash casual tryhard MTG. And then we also have our YouTube channel. Brian's been posting his draft videos there. We're going to try and do a little bit more this coming set release. So make sure you like and subscribe to us over on YouTube, casual tryhard MTG over there. Um, you also get to watch video versions of the podcast if you want to look at us while we talk at you. Yeah. Sometimes there's visual aids too, but most of the time it's just looking at us and i mean we're, we're handsome men so they should want to look oh, at sure. us. sure yeah so you have you have a beard that people remember for years <laughs> that is correct people remember my beard yeah so and people yeah. remember that i don't have one they're like oh <laughs> look, at, look at little baby look at little baby did i tell you about when hannah sent me a message oh about like the about my about Naruto your caricature thing? yeah yeah I yeah. thought that was cute. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I have it. It's hanging up on the wall. It's me as uh, Naruto holding uh, Gavin as Boruto. She sent me a message and wanted to know if uh, if you would be okay with the stubble. I said, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine with the stubble. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. I'll, uh, so we've got a whole bunch of stuff here. Yeah. So let's. what is our first thing we have to talk about here? All right, there's well, a lot of stuff. We're going to start yeah. with um, Wizards produces literally one product. Well, sorry, two. 
They make cards and they make mm -hmm. books. Well, they also make digital versions of cards. Fair. But in terms of physical things, yeah. they make two physical things. Right. And they can't seem to make cards. Yeah. You think with 30 years of experience, they would have figured out how to produce a Magic the Gathering card. Uh, they have not. Apparently, no. the Warhammer 40k decks are just a nightmare. Yeah, all of them. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the special $1,000 collector ones or just just the $60 regular ones. Um, there are major quality issues with all of them from what I've heard. I've seen things. I saw someone post that like their deck was like four ofs of every card mm -hmm. except for like three that were like one ofs but it was just like all the new cards as four ofs yep i've seen multiple instances of cards just missing from decks um to the point where i think wizards released like a statement saying that in one or two of the decks you have to look in the tokens because one of the cards somehow got like allocated in the tokens instead of in like the actual deck which i don't even know the, how that happens because they're printed on different card stock yeah how would that like i have no idea you just have one a token with a magic back that feels off i i don't know <laughs> so i am not a business wizard but if the only thing I did was made cards and books mm -hmm. and then electronic versions of those cards and those books, at some time in the 30 years, I feel like I would have just invested in, like, my own printing operation. <laughs> so you can print whatever you want, whenever you want? Yeah, so, like, I have, like, complete and total control over the quality yeah. And stuff. And it seems like that over the years, like, Wizards has, I don't know, just like put up Craigslist ads and whoever said they would do it for the least amount, mm -hmm. like, gets to print their cards. And yep. it's like, you sell a collectible thing, and like, part of its collectability is it has to be like durable and last to some degree. Mm -hmm. And then you're sending people not durable things and like yeah. i don't know how like it works with um you know again also not a legal wizard but hey here is a list of what you get in the box mm -hmm. and then you get the box and it doesn't have those things in the box <laughs> how does that like i know that false advertising is a thing is it not false advertising if you didn't mean to put the wrong thing in the box yeah, I have no I have no idea. Right, but like you would think that if like they were like this is what's in the box and you just got a box of all like new Capenna planes mm -hmm. that like you could like complain to a higher power than wizards. Like at some point. Hey, I was told I was buying this thing and I got not that thing. Right. I bought six of them. They were all not the thing I was supposed to get. 
Well, I mean, that's like a whole nother problem, though, because if you're buying six commander decks, you're not going to use all six commander decks. Like, I would imagine some of those commander decks you're going to keep sealed on the shelf. And you so don't, yeah, and you don't when know you what go you have to move said commander deck for hopefully, you know, you made some money on it, the price of it increased. So you, you know, made a good investment and then moved said commander deck for, you know, a couple hundred bucks like conservatively. I mean, some of yeah. them are a lot more than that. Um, only to have whoever you sold it to open it up and it be full of Nuka Pena planes. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell? Why did you sell me a bunch of planes? And you're like, no, 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 no. Like I, I yeah. bought it. Factory sealed. Factory sealed. <laughs> I did not, I did not buy a bunch of Nuka Pena planes to sell you a bunch of Nuka Pena planes. I bought you, right. I bought this product. So yeah, I don't know. Like, this has happened so like once or twice a year they just have a product that is just utter garbage right like every single time so like how do you keep doing this like i've been fortunate that i haven't got one of those like i think we've all oh gosh was it uh well do you remember jumpstart where like all of the cards were double printed oh yeah where they were like printed on top of each other or whatever yeah well do you remember like the first time we really noticed this was I remember it was uh, uh, Kaladesh slash like Aether Revolt. Remember when you'd be going through a pack and there'd just be a card where like the printer ran out of toner. Oh yeah, and yeah. And it'd yeah. be like four shades lighter than yeah. like every other card in the pack, or darker. Was... There was a I think I opened a concealed courtyard that looked like somebody spilled a bottle of ink on it. Like huh. all of the blacks just like bled into every other color. And, like, I, like, when it's, like, a one-off, like, you know, draft common, it's like, haha, that's funny. Yeah. But, like, if I spent $1,000 on, like, fancy foil Warhammer decks, like, mm -hmm. Wizards should, like, like, and Wizards came and, like, realistically make people whole, right? right. Unless they, like, fire up the printing press again because the packs wizards have that are sealed might be bad as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause like normally it would just like go onto the shelf and grab a car, grab like a new like tech and send it to you. Right. Right. And they go grab that thing and it's like from the same messed up print run as yours. Mm -hmm. And we've accomplished nothing. Yep. So like, I don't. Yeah. It's not just like, printing issues or collation issues either. Um, like I saw posts from multiple people where like not only were the cards not cut right, like top to bottom, they weren't centered properly. Like mm -hmm. you'd have the tops of cards getting cut off or whatever. But I also saw cards that were like skewed. So the card was like at an angle on huh? like how the card was supposed to be. Like this like I haven't opened any of my secret layers, but I'd be interesting to see interested to see how uh our heads you win, tails you lose. Yeah. Uh, or heads I win, tails you lose. Um commander deck is because well, so like that was kind of where I was going with this whole little section here. Um I I imagine that the reason why the secret lair commander deck got pushed back as far as it did 
was because it's a very similar product to the Warhammer decks. Mm-hmm. Um, not only are they just you know commander decks, which get printed different than booster packs, but they also have you know foils and alternate borders, arts, whatever that got to be done. Like printing wise, they're done differently. Yeah. Um, and like the heads I win, tails you lose ones. Some of those are double sided with like different versions of the cards on both sides. There's like some extra steps in the printing of them. Um, so I wonder if some of these issues that we're seeing with the commander decks are what caused the um, the secret lair commander decks to get pushed back. So one. It would be a travesty if Watsi knew that there were printing issues and just YOLO'd the 40k decks out anyway. Right? Like, oh I man. I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh man, all these all these heads I win, tails you lose decks are messed up. I guess yeah. we got to reprint them. And then at the same time, they have the same doofs printing the... Uh, the Warhammer decks and like no one did quality control and opened some boxes. Yeah. Right. Like wouldn't it be hilarious if like in one of the like, you know, weekly MTG videos where they're showing off the new product live or whatever, <laughs> they're just like going through and going like, um, well, here's this play set of uh, yeah. <laughs> guy and oh, here's another playset of this other rare. Um, yeah, this is these really committer weird. decks have a four of Zender split. Yeah. Oh, let me let me go get another one. This one's just weird. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it was probably just like early off the thing, and then the next one's messed up. Ah. Uh, yeah. Right. Like. But what was there's the... also like the, the these Warhammer decks? I've also seen entire decks missing the hollow stamp. Oh. And I've seen decks where the hollow stamp, like they were in a pile at the bottom of the product because they didn't stick to the cardstock. Dear God. Yeah. I've not, I had, I saw a little bit of stuff. Like just the one about like being all four of us. I hadn't seen all of that. Like yeah. that's like you literally do one thing. There's one thing in your entire yeah. company, Hasbro, that makes money. And it's not yeah. Optimus Prime. Well, right. so here's like a different perspective. How pissed would you be if you are misprint guy? Oh, yeah. And every card's a misprint? And now every card is just like, you know, you're you're the guy that always pays a premium for like, you know, that weird cut foil common or whatever. Or, you know, the the rare that's got two square corners on it. Like you're the guy that's going to give someone an extra five or ten bucks for it. And now, yeah. like, every card is just printed so terribly. Like, what even constitutes a misprint anymore? A card that looks normal? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, if you find a uh, a Warhammer 40K deck that, like, all the hollow stamps are on it and all the cards are centered, that thing's worth, like, five grand. Like, there's just, <laughs> like, holy crap. They're all regular cards. It's like, yeah. yes. It's, but it's, it's just wild that like the qualities but was it the was it there was another commander deck that had like two of the same common land recently oh yeah 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 
So like it was supposed to have like a rugged high li- or something. Yeah, like it was supposed to have like a great furnace and a mountain, or a great furnace and like uh, the. Well, the I think it was land. great furnace and rugged highland. Okay, and like you just got two rugged highlands. You get two rugged highlands because they yeah didn't whatever the print file didn't have the great furnace in it. Like this is all like first like two years of magic stuff. Yeah. Right. This is, oops, we forgot to put plateau on the sheet. Yeah. Oops. We put mountain on the Arabian night sheet. Or volcanic Island too. There was no volcanic Island in alpha. Or, um, Oh man, we lost the art file for plateau. Yeah. We have to get a new plateau art. Right. Like that stuff's not supposed to happen. It can happen once every couple years, but not, not every set. Yeah, but not once every couple set releases when you release like 45 sets a year. Yeah. You can't have 20 just like disasters. Right. And like how much of this is like we've talked about it on the R&D side where they're like, hey, we're going to release 45 products a year. We're going to have the same number of people doing R&D. Nothing can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And then how much of this is like, hey, we're going to release 45 products a year. We're going to have the same number of people doing like typeset and editing right. and proofing of things. Yep. Card layout, whatever. Yeah. Like whatever this is, like, you know, it's just like Mike. Hey, Mike, you got to look at 45 card files to make sure they're perfect a year instead of seven. Yeah. Oh, so how much time? I, I used to spend like three weeks a card file. Yeah, you get three days. Um, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Get out uh, the shackles. You're not leaving. Exactly. Exactly. Bezos bottles for everyone. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like how much of this is like they've like quintupled the workload, maybe doubled the number of people, if that. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, oh. I can't keep up. And it's like, well, you have to. It's like, mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess I forgot to put the great furnace on the sheet. Huh. Oh, I guess I forgot to tell them to put like glue on all these hollow stickers. <laughs> Make sure the sheets were straight before you cut them. I, I can understand maybe how a sheet could get shifted a little bit forward or a little bit back or left mm-hmm. to right. But the ones you're saying that were like at an angle. Yeah. I assume this comes off some sort of uh, on some sort of conveyor belt and goes to a thing where it's held in place. And like, there's not room for it to be at a 45 degree angle or whatever. How did it even get in there to be cut? I have no idea. Do not do not know how that happened. Like it just um, doesn't I mean, make it sense. wasn't like super extreme. Like you see the uh, where the NFCs, the not factory cut cards. People they'll mm-hmm. get a sheet and then like purposely cut it at an angle. Yeah, um, they weren't like that exaggerated, but I mean, they were visibly like skewed on the cardboard. Yeah, like it. I don't know. It is disappointing that like someone who makes a collectible card game mm-hmm. is just like eh 
none of this stuff needs to be good ever. Yeah. Because he's well, idiots, so I mean, I'll it, pre-order it. It's not only the fact that, like, all the idiots pre-order it or that, you know, whatever. It's how much of it is that, like, they're shifting the center of attention so fast. Like, by the time people are complaining about Warhammer decks, like, we got, you know, two weeks worth of announcements in two days. I mean, people are complaining about Warhammer decks, but uh, did you know that... That uh, there were, like, 30 secret layers announced today? Yes. I, I just went to the secret layer site just because. I don't yeah. know why. And, hey, do you want some Post Malone? Uh, do you want a Post Malone's, uh, a Post Citadel? <laughs> yeah. Instead did, of Bolas. Did you see Citadel? the lands that have, like, little scribbles in the text box? Yeah, they're, like, basically, symbols? like, tattoos. Yeah, like uh, prison tattoos. Yeah, Post Malone tattoos. No offense, Posty. I'm sure I'm sure you tried hard, but. Uh, but just, like, um, yeah, these are just, he just drew on the cards. Yeah. And they were, like, score. In done. Suckers will buy these. No problem. No problem. Yeah. And then like we've got secret layer orcs. Yeah, but like there's all these cards that are like they just like happen like all of a sudden because mm-hmm. these weren't here like last week. Uh, maybe no, maybe the, I remember the some secret of these. layers. I think just went up today. Okay, I remember vaguely seeing the like Warhammer orcs one. Cause like yeah, well they were some of them were previewed last week or the week yeah, before, maybe. but they just went up for sale today. Yeah, but like none of these, but yeah, but you are right. Like people are going to play about a secret uh, about the commander decks, and mm-hmm. then next week there's previews, and right. they know everyone's just going to like shift to like preview season. Yep, and then it doesn't matter anymore. You. Still have, you know, angry customers, but at least uh, the Bob puts the pitchfork down while we get shiny new cards. Yeah. And, like, you have for a while, when you've made something crappy, you have mm-hmm. usually made your players whole. Right. So people are just going to expect that, and it's going to be good. Did you see this thought, Seize? I did not. I didn't. I, today was my first day back at work. I didn't have a... A ton of time to spend on the internet today. <laughs> okay, I love the fact that you're like, yeah, I didn't have a chance to look at magic stuff. I just got back to work, so I couldn't actually like goof off. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what about work? That's when I goof off and look at magic cards. Uh, it's good, solid job, solid job. Well, I, I mean, I'm paid for performance, so if I'm yeah. looking if you're at magic off, cards, that, that's my oh. choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is a in the who is this? Um, Junji Ito. Uh, collection. They have a new Thoughtseize. I don't know yeah. if it's cool or not. It's weird. It is very weird. But but again, remember when we were like, oh yeah, like uh, Puzzle Piece Puzzle Thoughtseize. Piece. Best yep. Thoughtseize. They've printed like three versions of Thoughtseize since then. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, can't, can't win. The dream is dead. Can't ever win. Can't ever win. But yeah, so... Uh, so yeah. good news, though. Oh, what is the good news? Got an email. Our commander decks are coming. Yay! I so it shouldn't be too much longer till we uh, well, 
get crooked I guess cards. I don't even know if I'm going to open them up and see see what they're like. Yeah, the, neither do I. Because you said like what you said one like sold for or pre-selling for two fifty on eBay or something. Uh, not just one. That's kind of the going rate over the weekend was two fifty. Nice. Yep. So that was a that was a decent investment. Yeah, I can take that. Yep. Doubled my money. Yeah, buddy. Yep. Uh, I do. Have you seen that? There's like the there's the weirdest pets in the multiverse. They've I got, saw the name of it. I don't remember what was in it though. They got a laboratory maniac holding like a weird bald goat thing. Hmm. Stitcher supplier holding a poodle that has like a leg bone with a foot still attached to it in its mouth. Oh. A beast whisperer, a vizier of the menagerie, and a wood elves. Hmm. But like the lab maniac's pretty neat. But yeah, yeah like, like if you buy these, are they going to like not be garbage? I have no idea anymore. <laughs> like you, you can't possibly know. Yeah. And gosh, like they also have another like foil version of Fabled Passage. They've printed so many Fabled Passages recently. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, if you were, like, oh, man, the uh, old border, like, love your game store one, that's the one to get. Now it's, like, well, you could get the totally spaced out Galaxy Foil Edition. I like the old border one. Yeah. I bought old border ones. But, you know what I mean? It's just, like... Yeah. And, again, like... But the PK was like, hey, it's not fair to say these fold like these curl like Pringles. These curl <laughs> top to bottom. They curl like bananas. Well, so that was one of the things I was going to say when we were, you know, talking about the printer issues and stuff is like for the longest time, that's what people were complaining about as far as like quality issues mm-hmm. was curling foils. And I mean, there's only there's only so much you can do about that because a portion of the curling foils issue is like environmental. Yeah. So the reason your foils curl is that, um, the, the foiling is like a plastic sheet that doesn't expand. And the car, the cardboard will expand and contract based on the humidity. Yep. And so when it's humid, uh, they typically will curl towards the foil Mm-hmm. And if it's really, really, really dry, they will curl away from the foil because yep. the plastic bit doesn't move. So I keep my foils from curling all of my high-end stuff that I care about, mm-hmm. that I have in the safe. I have a little box, uh, a little container that I get from the dollar store of desiccant mm-hmm. that just sucks all the water out of the safe. Yep. And none of my foils curl because yep. it's dry. But, like, foils curling, they used to not curl as bad as they do now. Or they used to take longer. Yeah, like, old border foils typically don't curl. I I shouldn't say old border foils. The original foils Mm -hmm. didn't curl as bad as the new ones do. And so I don't know if it is, like, they're using different paper that's susceptible, like, Oh, they're definitely using different cardstock. The cardstock has changed multiple times. Yeah, but like they're using, you know, whatever. They used to use, I don't know, B grade. This is graded like meat. And now this is like F food, (laughs) like dog food grade. Yeah. Like paper. And so like it's just like not as 
able to like it either is more prone to suck up moisture Mm -hmm. or if it does it instead of expanding maybe previous paper expanded up and down and maybe they got just ever so imperceptibly fatter yeah but these go left to right i mean it might be the ink too they've changed the ink over the years too like maybe older ink did a better job of sealing sealing the paper yeah that could be it too new ink I, i really don't know Right, like this is one of those things that um, this is 100% a solvable problem. Mm-hmm. If you put like an intern on this for a month, you should be able to come back with this is the cardstock we should use, this is the ink we should use. But the problem is you do that, and the answer you get is it costs us two cents more a pack. Or like a half a cent more a pack. And they're like, dude, we like make like a million packs a set. Like we can't eat, you know, half a penny on a pack. Right. Right. Like uh, share huddles are murder us. So we don't, we can't do that. It's like, what did you find here? Well, we can make a pack a half a cent cheaper if we print it on toilet paper. And we just use Sharpies. Yeah. And they're like, holy crap, toilet paper, some Sharpies? Do it. Done. But that wasn't what my job was supposed to be. <laughs> I, I was supposed That's to fix the now. problem. Oh, you did fix the problem. You figured out how to make us more money. Yeah. So, I mean, like, even even if the problem just was curling foils, though, like, I mean, that's whatever. We've been dealing with that forever. It's real. I don't think, like, it's a huge, huge issue. Um, but when you get cards that, like, are visibly not cut correctly or are missing things that denote them as an actual magic card. Like that's a problem. Like either one, there is no one from wizards of the coast proper Mm -hmm. who does like quality control. I mean, maybe not. Maybe wizards is only R and D and like Hasbro handles all of the printing distribution. But, but like, even so, right? Like, but what I mean is like, are they just sending this to the printer and being like, hey man, knock these out and relying on the printer to like do QC? Maybe. And the printer like printed for like five days, opened three packs and went, oh my God, these are effed. Uh, we can't reprint all these, can we? No. <laughs> Screw it, they're going out. Or yeah. to just no one crack them. Because both scenarios are bad. Yeah. Like, I refuse to believe that they, like, randomly pulled, like, cases to check. And those cases were fine. Yeah. And we just, a bunch of people just got the bad cases. Like, no. Like, it has to be that they knew this was a problem. Mm -hmm. Either they knew and didn't tell anyone. Or they do no quality control. Like, you can't go back to this printer. Like, you, right? Like, you can't. Well. But, like, if you owned the process, then you would just, like, have it all in-house and it would be fine. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's kind of the thing that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, on the scale that Wizards has things printed, like, I mean, at some point it has to be cheaper just to do it yourself. Yeah, like, 
I understand like, well, if you outsource it, they're experts and you get economies of scale, but it's like, you are the economy of scale. It's like, right. you can keep an entire printing apparatus going just on your products. It's not like you have to- I like, mean, they could probably keep an entire printer going just on secret layers. Yeah, like it's not like you have to worry about, oh man, there's gonna be a bunch of downtime. Yeah. Right, there's no downtime. Right. Right, like, so, yeah, like, I don't know. Because in my head, if we're, like, if you're, like, outsourcing it, right, they've got to make money, too. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're not outsourcing it, then they just, like, you do it on the cheap. Right? Like, right. you, like, if it costs a dollar to print a pack, they have to charge you a dollar five. Right. So they get a nickel so they can keep the business going. Right. But then if you can do it for a dollar, you save a nickel. Mm -hmm. But it might be one of those things that like you can't write into your like quarterly report like eight, you know, 50 Bought million. a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. You know, eight fifty million dollars to like buy like a printing yeah. company and then like put people in it that like care if the cards look like garbage. Well, I mean, if Wizards did that, though, they just hire a bunch of interns. So this, this would be true. A bunch of people that love magic and have ever used a laser jet printer. Right. <laughs> what is your experience? I have used an inkjet printer. Oh, go on. Ink. So you <laughs> Tell know me about this. You know, there's ink involved. I do. I've even refilled my own cartridge. Whoa, oh, he must be our king now. Supervisor. Supervisor, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so. I don't know it's it is frustrating that they're turning out all this product and they can't make the product good yeah or on time oh that yeah. was one of the other things i was going to tell you that okay. didn't make it into the show notes is on time so the like magic 30 in vegas or whatever uh -huh. is coming up soon right yeah a couple weeks mm -hmm. um and all of the like in-person tickets sold out yes for huge amounts of money that nobody actually wanted to pay. Okay. And they also sold um, like Magic Fest in a box or whatever they called it, Magic 30 in a box. Okay. Where you would have like a digital, like you could sign into some digital portal and like be there digitally. And then you got like a gift package with all the swag from the event. Like you could buy the exclusive secret lair that's only available at the event and like the play mat or whatever, whatever else you got in the package. Evidently that was supposed to ship October 14th. Okay. And it didn't. Hmm. And they didn't tell anybody. Interesting. And when people started questioning it, they deleted the date out of the webpage that used to have the date there. They, they do know about the Wayback machine, right? Like that's on the internet forever. Well, Evidently, if it's not on their website, it didn't happen. I can't see you. I can't see you. I'm just imagining just like they just sent you a Zoom link and you just <laughs> zoom into Magic 30. Like they just have like. You're on an iPhone strapped to Mario's head. That's what they say. They just have. <laughs> Running around all coked out. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? What's up, Chad? Bro, we making beans, bro? <laughs> Like, just a GoPro scat strapped to Gavin at a commander table. Yeah. 
Like there's just it's like, like th- stuck in his beard. That's like scraggle yeah. in front of it. <laughs> there's just like three <laughs> links. Like there's just like Gavin, Gavin Cam, Maro Cam, and Chad Cam, and it's just Chad <laughs> just like counting money. <laughs> just like sucker one, sucker two, sucker, just yeah. counting. He's, he's got one of those casino boxes with the thing you push the money in the slot. He's just shoving bills in a slot. Yeah, just, I'll count this later. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I like magic. There is, maybe if it was just, like, a free Twitch. No. No, I know myself. If they were just streaming Magic 30 live on Twitch, mm-hmm. I would not click that link. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we'll make you pay for the Twitch link. <laughs> no. No, thank you. Like do you yeah, want to I don't actually know like what's what's in, what you get for your uh I, I think there's like online events, like there's magic online events that you get access to that are like specifically part of this and I want to play Unbridled Growth, can I? No you can't. <laughs> Dang it. Um okay, that's that's pretty wild. They yeah, I, I get, they just like, deleted the delivery date. Yeah, I did see someone uh, was con- like when the like people were talking about uh, kind of the Warhammer and like the commander deck, the the secret layer commander deck thing, mm-hmm. and someone was like, was like, look, I work in logistics. This is not a supply chain issue. Yeah, this is they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, right. They just. And it might just be that, like, Wizards has, like, the same three printers they used when they made 15 sets a year. Mm-hmm. And now they're well, making, I, like... I know they, they still use at least one of them. But the, now, like, they ma- they're they making 45 sets a year. Yeah. And it used to just be that um, the back of every sheet was exactly the same. Yeah. Right? So, like, now, like the back of every sheet isn't the same. There are double face cards and there are special borders mm-hmm. and like the job has gotten harder if you yep. are the printer and like, maybe you would have like a week to like, I don't know, make sure all of your equipment like was calibrated. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, we got to print these post Malone cards. Go, go, go. Yeah. Mike, did you draw on all these lands? No, dude, that's how they're supposed to be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> These suckers will buy anything. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, 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 it's good. Okay. Hit print. Yeah. Uh, All right. So speaking of Magic 30. Yeah. Um, Magic 30. We know we're late, but James, James had to spend a week climbing up to the top rope to jump off of it. <laughs> we're not as young as we used to be. Had to get a step yeah. stool out to get on the turnbuckle. <laughs> More S- than a step stool. Slowly, I needed a forklift, man. Sl- slowly tap the elbow, <laughs> coming down. Yeah. And in for a landing. <laughs> so, in case you were unaware, in case you've been living under a magical rock, um, Wizards of the Coast has decided to celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary mm-hmm. by reprinting Alpha. With, it, it's beta. It's not. Oh, alpha. sorry, beta. Reprinting yeah. beta with a non 
tournament legal back and minus the cards that uh, could be racist or sexist or bothist. Or gambling. Or gambling. Yeah. So, right. yeah, it's basically a beta reprint. Um, and it's... Well, it's not even like just the racist, sexist stuff, though. Like, they're not reprinting weakness. Like, that that wasn't one of the banned cards, was it? No. Like, they're not printing, like, Earthbind. Yeah, the art was kind of questionable. I think that's what they had said. Yes, that's the sexist card. Um, But there's more to that story, too. I don't know if you had heard this or not. I did. Okay. So we'll we'll circle back to that in a minute here. Um, These things are, like you just said, basically a reprint of beta. Um, They have a black border on the front and a different card back. Um, And the card back, the back of the card, I believe, is gold bordered. I think it is gold bordered on the back and it is like a big purpley lotus like it is yeah i mean it's kind of pretty it is but i was gonna say it can in no way shape or form be confused for a magic the gathering card right um each booster pack is going to have one old border basic land one old bordered card um a token a rare three uncommons seven commons and two basic lands Oh, I didn't realize which is were, weird. I wasn't. I didn't realize they guaranteed you two basics. Yeah, well, three basics, one old border and two regulars. Yeah, I so mean it's look, it's weird because that's not how they do packs anymore. But that is how Alpha Beta Unlimited Revised was. Yeah. Um, well, that was kind of because like you not no one had. Right. A five thousand count box full of basics that they were like, "What am I supposed to do with these?" Right. Like you needed those cards to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't realize that. So one thing that I think is weird: they're reprinting beta, mm-hmm. but they're printing them in like the new border. Yeah. So they have so to the, print old look- border cards. <laughs> Like, they should have printed them in the old border and given you a one-off chance for a new border card. Yeah. If that, like, mattered to you. But they did it the opposite way. For whatever reason. They were like, you know what? All new borders, you could have some old border. You could have one old border card. So, okay. So, these Um, are non-tournament legal cards. mm -hmm. Um, Correct. Because they do not have a magic back on them. I get non... I get basic. I get three basic lands in my fifteen card pack. You do. Um, um, they did make one change though, aside from like the naughty bits being removed. Okay. Um, they put two of each dual land on the rare sheet. Okay, to increase the supply. So yeah, you you get an extra high chance of pulling a dual land. Okay, so it, it could be a plateau, but hey, now plateaus need love too. Um, what art is it? Is it the? I believe it's the um revised eternal. No, well, no. Oh, is it like the? I don't know. I think it's the magic online art. Oh, boo! I think I'd have to go back and check. So these are proxies. 
Well, so do you want to talk about the art real quick while we're talking about art? Sure, we can talk about the art real quick. Um, is it Qu- Quentin Jack? Hoover? Quentin Hoover, yes, is a very well-known magic artist who did Vesuvian Doppelganger, um, the original Regeneration, um, a bunch of very like iconic old-school magic art. Um, his signatures are worth a ton because he didn't sign cards and also is no longer with us. Yes. Um, that's why a lot of that old, very iconic art isn't widely used anymore because it belongs to the estate. Um, yes. I saw a Twitter exchange. I think it was Twitter. It might have been Reddit where the family that is in control of the estate doesn't know anything about wizards using uh, the artwork from those original cards in this product. Yes. Yes, they were like, so I had seen the exchange too. Mm-hmm. And apparently some point recently in the last few years, they tried to buy the rights for the art yeah. from the estate. And the estate said, now nah, we're good. And now they're just printing the um, printing the cards with his art. Yeah. And someone's like, well, do you like, like, do they know they don't have the rights? He's like, they tried to buy it off of us. So I would assume <laughs> that they know that they know. And so like, this seems like a pretty easy case. Yeah. Of like, and it might be one of those things where they've decided it would be cheaper to like the whole like ask ask yeah. for bi- ask, forgiveness ask forgiveness yeah not permission and just like fine we'll pay whatever settlement it'll be cheaper mm-hmm. than paying for yeah. the actual rates of these cards uh there was also a couple other cards where they like propped the art strangely uh, did you hear so- about that soul ring like they cut like well soul the- ring they did on purpose there's two different versions of soul ring in this set there's a common version and an uncommon version because soul ring wasn't uncommon okay the uncommon version has the original art and the common version has like a super zoomed in version of the art yeah and the super zoomed in version doesn't um doesn't have the whole artist signature on it like they cut Um, part of the artist signature off I, I'll. That's happened with a couple different cards, and I actually think they're all Mark Pool cards. So I don't know like what that's all about. But Birds of Paradise is missing the signature, and Ancestral Recall has been cropped strangely and is missing part of the signature. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe that's just the way that um, the original art was done. Like it wasn't in the correct. Uh, like Aspect size ratio. yeah yeah because they've changed the size of the art box over the years too oh, i haven't realized i didn't realize that yeah um but like that's really weird if they just were like yolo uh we're just gonna like print print these and if they sue they sue who cares oh oh man i didn't realize he did nettling imp mm-hmm. uh yeah, anything that's that cool, like heavy line work, was all an earthbind that you were talking about earlier was him. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so Earthbind is like like it's funny that card. So he also did uh the Gypsies or whatever, mm-hmm. Pradesh Gypsies or whatever they're called. And on Scryfall, when you go to it, it's like this card does not meet Magic Community standards. View anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what card is it? And it's like, oh, Pradesh Gypsies. Um, <clears throat> and Preacher, like yeah, like very distinct style, like. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like you kind of have to have his cards if you're yeah. gonna redo this, mm-hmm. but yeah, it doesn't. It is weird how they've done things like, like cutting off part of the name of like the artist, right? It, Brian Gottlieb was like, it just shows that no one cared yeah. enough when they were doing the product that they just were like crop, 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 and it's like, well, half the names there, and they're like, yeah, like don't yeah. don't care. So. Interesting. All right. So we've got cards of sketchy art legality that mm-hmm. are not legal in any Magic the Gathering format. Well, so that's not 100% true. They're not legal for sanctioned play. Well, I was going to say, they're not legal. But what I mean by they're not legal in any format is you can't play them in sanctioned play to the mm-hmm. point where the commander people are rewriting the rules of what as a legal commander card is. Okay. Because I, I heard that I saw that they, they made a statement just clarifying that these are not legal. Yes. But I had not seen anything about them rewriting. So rules. basically I saw something where <laughs> like the current rules or the card has to have a magic back or okay. be like a double face card mm-hmm. or something. And so now they're gonna they're having to change it to account for this card, to, so there's no ambiguity. Gotcha. So someone can't say like, "Oh, it does have a magic back." It says magic right on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, these are proxies effectively. So mm-hmm. uh, as we discussed, you are quite the wizard of proxies. Mm-hmm. So these should be cheap, right? Like they shouldn't cost too much for just some proxies. Well, I mean, we talked a little while ago about. You know, some wild back of napkin cost what it should cost to produce a magic pack, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's less than $4 because that's what they sell a pack retail for. Yeah. And it's probably less than the, like, $3 they sell them wholesale for. Yeah. Or two fifty or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, like, $0.50 cents a dollar. And there's zero, yeah. there's zero R&D in this set. Right, it's already all already been done. That was done thirty years ago. Yep. So, so yeah. this product, uh, you can't unless somebody cracks open a box of this, you can't buy single booster packs. They're not available as single booster packs. Nope. You have to buy them in a chunk of four. Yes. And four of these booster packs will cost a thousand dollars. One thousand dollars yeah for Um, for context i am thinking about upgrading my tv upstairs mm -hmm. i found a lovely sony 55 inch 4k 120 hertz television that will Mm -hmm. play my video games quite nicely it is one thousand american dollars and it does not contain 12 basic lands. <laughs> 12 um, basic lands. Well, so I hopped on TCG Player 
okay. while I was writing this episode. And are you aware that you can buy an admittedly beat up uh, piece of unlimited power for not a whole lot more than $1,000? I was unaware. Yep. Um, wh- whatever the cheap box is, you can get like a Pearl? cheap beat up unlimited box for 1800 two grand. I mean, like a beat up one damaged or whatever. Yeah. Um, you can also buy collector's edition power mm-hmm. for, for less than $1,000. For a Mox Pearl collector's edition is... Um, is eight fifty? Yep. Is market. I price. saw time walks. I think for right around eight hundred bucks. Yeah. So like, and those are thirty years old. Yeah. They they came out like when this set was out. <laughs> Did they? Shortly after, yeah, they came out. They were out before I got into the game in ninety four. Okay. Um, yeah, like you can buy one right now from. Uh, near mint collector's edition pearl mm-hmm. is like nine hundred dollars. Yep. Um, um a near, so well near mint oh, one for seven fifty. There you go. With ninety nine cents shipping. No. <laughs> no. I pay you seven hundred and fifty nine dollars for a mox pearl. You're not putting a stamp on it. <laughs> yeah, do not charge me a dollar shipping. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, while but... we're on the topic of collector's edition, mm-hmm. uh, just for people that might not know what collector's edition or international edition was, um, it was basically a fat pack. It was a fat pack box that had one of every card from beta um, in black border with square corners and gold border on the backs, and then a brick of lands, and the MSRP was $50. Um, a collector's edition Valk market price is 500. So you could get two volcanic islands from collector's edition for the cost of your four garbage rares. You're going to open of this product. You know, it's funny. The Mox pearls went down around the time this product was released. Yeah. Volcanic islands went up by 20 bucks. Really? Uh, yeah, on like October fifth, they went huh. to, they went from four eighty five to five oh five as like the, the market price. Yeah. It might just be that they're one one got bought. Yeah. It, but anyway, yeah. So like, so I have a I have a question for you. If you are somebody, who is interested in, vintage magic. Hmm. For whatever reason, financial investment, playing the game, whatever. Um, what do you think you're going to get more gains out of? Or what do you think is going to be a better investment? A four-pack of this product or a piece of actual unlimited 30-year-old power? Uh, real unlimited 30-year-old power, probably. Or a piece of collector's edition power or two pieces two two collector's edition dual lands i mean probably the dual so the 
the issue is, uh, well, an, an unlimited pearl is still twenty five hundred dollars for a beat up one for a heavy plague one. So maybe someone pounce on your eighteen hundred dollar one. Yeah, maybe. So I'm looking at unlimited, uh, second edition unlimited. Twenty five hundred dollars is the cheapest one, but neither here nor there. The yeah. only the only thing I worry about is what if this just becomes what they do. Well, I mean that's totally like going to be like what if what, you think this is the last of this kind of product that we're getting? I, I, I'm going to call you, you insane. I I, I don't. Yeah. So like, on one hand. Like, it makes more sense if you were gonna plop down a thousand bucks for a card, right? Mm -hmm. It makes more sense for you to plop down that thousand dollars on like an actual volcanic island, mm -hmm. or, uh, well, when I was trading my nickels, mm -hmm. I got a bayou and a trop for eight hundred dollars, right. and they were like, they, they were like, not near mint, but they were like very good. Yeah. from uh, Card Kingdom, which, like, grades, like, terrible, terrible people. they like, right. very strict, very strict. Right. So, like, it makes more sense to buy cards that are actually, like, playable mm -hmm. than to buy cards that... To buy four packs and hope you crack something good. Because these packs are going to have... The wildest swings ever. We've talked about other sealed products being like, oh, like, uh, you know, like, oh, hey, you open a streets, uh, Kamigawa. It's like, mm -hmm. well, like, if you open a Fable of the Mirror Breaker or a Wandering Emperor, congratulations, you made money on your pack. If you opened right. literally any other rare or mm -hmm. mythic, you lost money. Right. Right. Like if you have to probably open one of like 10 cards to like even stand a chance of breaking even. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, there's so many garbage rares in beta. Yeah. That like, no one. I mean, wants. you open veteran bodyguard or thought lace or righteousness reverse damage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those cards are effectively worthless and there's way more of them than there are dual lands or power. But people don't, people don't think that way. Like this is the whole like, um, Tolarian community college, like by, um, by singles, not packs. Yeah. Right. Like if you're going to spend a thousand dollars and then, not get what you want mm -hmm. uh like what what are we doing have you seen the calculator i have not seen the calculator there was somebody i don't remember where i saw it. somebody on the internet made the calculator where you can plug in how many packs you want to open and it okay. will like tally for you how many pieces of power you have opened how many dual lands you've opened how many packs it was and how much money you spent. Mm -hmm. And I want to say it worked out to about $4,000 before like the numbers were on your side for hitting a piece of power. Oh, 
So you should just buy that like yeah. uh, pearl that you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. All right. Yeah. You you open. You spend a thousand dollars, and I just I just brought up all the rares from Beta. Mm-hmm. You could open Ancestral Recall. You could. Or you could open Animate Wall. <laughs> yep. You could open Ankh of Mishra. Ooh, Dingus Egg. What is this one? I can't even read this one. Oh, uh, Aspect of Wolf. Enchanted Ooh, that was a rare? Enchanted Creature gets plus X plus Y, where X is the number of forests you control, rounded down, and Y is half the number of forests you control. Oh, sorry. X is half the number of force you control rounded down, and Y is half the number of force you control rounded up. It's oh. a card and a math problem. <laughs> um, you could get, uh, what is this? Oh, here's Chaos Lace. Mm-hmm. What does it even do? Target spell becomes red. Sick. Yep, that's what it does. <laughs> Sick. Uh, you could open Cockatrice. Yeah, that was a rare. You could open Blessing. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait for an aura that target creature uh, gains plus one, plus one until end of turn. Enchanted creature gains plus one, plus yeah. one until end of turn. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't even do anything until you've paid three mana for it. <laughs> right? And, like, we're, like, you know, uh, we're, like, picking the bad ones. They're all the bad one. Yeah. Like, right. Like, like I said, veteran bodyguard, personal incarnation. Force um, of nature. Yeah. Uh, Lord Elv- of the Pit. Elvis Archers. Yeah. Uh, Drain Savannah Power. Land. Homestead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Homestead's an awful one. Um, or no, Farmstead is what I was thinking of. No, the Farmstead. Yes, this is Farmstead. Yeah. White, white, white. Enchant Land. Target... Lands controller gains one life each upkeep if white white is spent. Target land still generates mana as usual. Yep. Uh, uh, Gaia's Liege. Mm-hmm. Fungasaur. Uh, Sedge Troll. Sedge Troll. Helm of Chazuk. 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 Whatever. Right? Like, it's. It, it is wild that they are charging a thousand dollars for like a hit of nostalgia that and garbage. then you can't use. Right. Or they're just like, no, you can't use this. Sorry. Yep. And like So who do you think this product is for? The internet seems to think it is for like the investor class. Okay. Uh, I don't know what internet you're looking at, but the investor class internet that I look at hates it. And like, oh yes, every single one of them. Like I, uh, maybe it's for people that have a uh, poor impulse control and gambling issues. Yeah. Uh, like in which case, like <laughs> that's an awful bad look wizards. If you're preying on people with gambling addictions. Like, so I, I I wasn't following, um, oh gosh. Like I hadn't like read, like 
the alpha investments, like, you know, mm-hmm. watch this video or whatever. But, like, there's a feeling, like, Saffron Olive, uh, uh, Pleasant Kenobi, other people, random folks on Twitter that are like, oh, like, this is, like, investors are going to buy this to sit on this product because, look, the collector's edition stuff that's really old has gone up in value, so this might as well. But well, like, like, that was kind of the point I was making comparing four booster packs of this, which you're not guaranteed any particular card, to a piece of power from collector's edition or a beat-up actual piece of power. Like, um, makes... If you're a collector, that's what you're buying. You're not buying this. No, I agree. Like, there's, there is significantly too much risk associated with it. Like, yeah. if you have a business model that is you buy magic cards and sell them later for a profit, mm-hmm. you can't spend $1,000 and maybe get $200 worth of stuff. Or maybe get four laces. Like, it just, just in terms of, like, like, who... Who wants these singles? I have no idea. They're proxies. Yeah. They are proxies. They're not legal in Commander. They're not legal in any sanctioned tournament. They are not real magic cards, like per wizard's definition of a magic card. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, normally we say, like, okay, like, no one really wants the fill in the blank. Uh, uh, the unset cards, right? All the mm-hmm. unset cards before Infinity, worthless because they're not playable anywhere. The whole value of that set is the land slot, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so the lands are all four dollars because you get a land, yeah. and the person the price your pack. got the got the land just wants to trade it for the price of their pack. Yep, right. There's nothing in here really outside of the power that people are going to be like, I'm willing to pay $250 for. Right. Right. Especially like if you look at your commander playgroup and go like, hey, so I can spend $250 on a proxy dual land from Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. Or I can spend 25 cents and proxy one myself. Yeah. If you're the okay, cost of a sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah. But like, I will go print, you know, without a magic back because I don't want to yeah. do like, I don't want to counterfeit cards, but I'll get cards printed that look nice. Mm-hmm. Can we just all agree that like, we're, if we're cool with me playing with these proxies over here from Wizards, right? You should be cool with me paying, playing with these other cards that are still proxies, but are one thousandth the cost, right? Right? Like it doesn't do you guys any good if I spend two hundred fifty dollars on this. Mm-hmm. It's not doing anybody any good. Well, Chad, bro. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, bro. So many beans in this product. Bro, give me even less money. Bro, give me even less value. Yep. Like, so there is this, like, feeling that I've seen. Maybe I've not followed it 
and like seeing like now the backlash after the initial announcement, which I thought was pretty backlashy to begin with. Mm-hmm. But like, there's this feeling that everyone's just like, yeah, it's going to sell out. Like, I don't know. I don't know who's buying it. I don't know either. I, like, I have so I'm in like a bunch of different finance groups. Mm-hmm. I'm in finance groups on Reddit. I follow finance guys on YouTube. I'm in a couple finance like discords. Um, I follow a ton of finance stuff, and nobody wants this. I mean, this this could be good that no one wants it, right? Like, if now what I think is going to happen is like. Regardless of how many gets sold, mm-hmm. Watsy's gonna say it's sold out. Oh sure. Like oh man, we could barely keep up with the man. We're gonna have to print these well, cards sideways. Uh, well, um, no. Be- <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, part of that they're already setting themselves up to do this because they said there's a limited number of these being printed. Yes. And it's very low. Like they said right on the announcement stream that the number printed is very low. So they're already setting up to say, oh, it sold so well, we sold out. Because they've already said that we're not printing hardly any of it. And the like, by setting the amount low, you guarantee that it sells out. And by right. coming out from the meeting, you're like, oh man, there's not a lot of these. Again, yep. people with impulse control, yep. uh, gambling issues, uh, severe, fa- severe cases of FOMO. Like, oh my yep. god! I got, I got, I gotta buy. It. I gotta get it. I gotta yep. get it because, you know, what? What if I miss out? And it's like, if you're gonna spend a thousand dollars, right? Like, spend it on a car. If you're gonna spend a thousand dollars on magic cards, you could like make a bunch of, I don't know, power level seven, which is every commander deck's <laughs> power level, power level seven commander decks mm-hmm. right or like buy the dual lands you need for like your pet deck right like buy any number of pioneer decks oh yeah right like pick a number like like you can buy like pioneer decks you could just buy the entire popper format <laughs> basically uh like what is the like there's so much more you can do with a thousand dollars than buy and like we're thinking about this like on one hand we're thinking about this like it's a normal product in that we're like oh like like there's gonna be like a secondary market for it it could just be an unproduct where like it yeah. could be like unstable or um unglued that like those cards are all worth nothing, mm-hmm. right? Like you could spend a thousand dollars and open eight dollars worth of stuff. Yep. Right. If you, if your friend told you, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go down to uh, I got this crisp thousand dollar bill. I don't know whose face is on the thousand, but I got a crisp thousand dollar <laughs> bill, right?" Bezos. <laughs> it's just Bezos. <laughs> Bezos and Elon high fiving. All right. That's right. So I got this crisp thousand dollar bill, and I'm gonna go down to uh, the Seven Eleven, and I'm gonna buy a thousand dollars worth of scratch off tickets. You would choke them out before they got to the door. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, "What are you doing? We could just burn the money 
and it would like, at least produce heat. Mm-hmm. And they could be like, well, I could just burn the entire stack of scratch-offs. It makes more heat. <laughs> no. Right? You wouldn't let them do that. Right? This is... And you probably get a better return on your investment with $1,000 worth of scratch-off tickets than I, you do... I would venture to hear, guess that you would. Than you might hear. So, like, uh, I worry that, like, you're just going to have people where there's uh, no... Uh, where it just doesn't do anything. Um, so, hmm, the thousand dollar bill was uh, discontinued in 1969. So, oh, I they, didn't think there actually was one. Uh, if they did, so the thousand dollar bill had who? Who is it on it? It featured Alexander Hamilton on the front. Uh. And we had a $500 bill, too. Oh. Uh, that one had William McKinley on the front. And then we had a 5000 and a 10000 There you go. Wow. I had uh, no idea. Uh, the yeah, 5000 was recalled in 1969 due to fears criminals using them for money laundering activities. Alrighty, then. There you go. Uh, this, so we learned something. Uh, but right. Like you would not let someone do that. Right. I mean, buying a thousand dollars worth of like sealed product is a crapshoot now. Mm-hmm. Right. I give like, you know, but like, at least you've mitigated your risk over. What is that? 360 packs. Yeah. Right. Like your packs have to like be worth $3 each for you to break even. Yep. Right? You're asking each of your packs to be worth two fifty. Right? That's like, a tall ask. When like Raging River or uh, Two Headed Giant of Four He's. I was gonna say Royal Assassin, but Royal Assassin's sick. Uh Righteousness, which mm-hmm. I think just got like reprinted recently. Yeah, I think it's a common now. Yeah. Uh so Savannah Lion. Yeah, like, it, like Timber Wolves. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, who is this guy? Orcish I, Artillery. Yeah, I had never seen the two-headed giant of what's it called before. Yeah? Yeah, I was like, what is this card? And then I was like, oh, that's the one he literally just said. Um, <laughs> web. Right? Like, any Rocket Willow, Launcher. Willow of the Wisp. Yeah. That's a banger. That is. Uh, volcanic Eruption. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is Sunglasses of Urza. Like, there's just so much, like, you can miss so hard. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, don't, don't do it. I think if no, you, like... please don't. If... If like you can, if like you decide that you want to play like CDH with your friends, just get together and like proxy all of your decks for like ten bucks. Have them sent sent from China with like a non magic back, mm-hmm. you know, like the just like I don't know, it says like Bob's Commander deck on the back, and then like especially if your name's not Bob, even better. <laughs> um, and then just like play and have fun with your fake cards 
Yeah. Right? Like Absolutely. Like it doesn't make any sense. I am yeah. glad to hear that the finance side of the internet is like this is garbage. Yes. We don't want it. Because hopefully wizards print printed their small amount but had in their head they were going to sell I bet you they were thinking would they would you think they would print like 10,000? I honestly don't know what the number is. Like I, okay. I can't fathom there being that many people interested in this product. But think about um gosh, the Devil Masters collector boosters that were 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? We were like Who's paying a hundred dollars for this collector booster? There's People a did. there's a big difference between a hundred dollars and a thousand dollars. Oh, no. absolutely. Like, think but... about anybody that ha- you have ever played a game against in our local game store. Okay, just room full of those people. I was going. I was going to say, if you ask them the same question. They would say you and I would be the only people that they could even imagine spending a thousand dollars. Well, so what I was going to say is how many of those people could you realistically see buying a hundred dollar booster pack of double masters VIP? Some number of them. Some number that would probably regret it. Sure. But I can visualize Mm -hmm. maybe a dozen of those people might be interested in buying a booster pack of that product. If you took all of those same people and put them in a room with a $1,000 Magic 30, I can't think of any of them that would be interested in that product. Probably not. But again, like the thing that like, you know, I quote unquote worry about is like the person that um that like just makes a dumb decision and it's out of, and I know it's their fault or whatever, but right. But like that one person that makes a dumb decision, isn't going to buy like you, you're not going to sell 10,000 of these to random person that makes a dumb decision. What about, um, what about the idea of, well, I can't spend. So our, our room full of people, right? Yeah. What if I bought the thousand dollar thing and then broke it into, sold the packs for $300 a pop. Right. Then you might get some people that are like, that's a little bit more doable, right. That are, that are like, Oh yeah, I'll throw away a switch. Or three booster boxes or throw away the money I was going to spend on the next three set releases. Yeah. Right. Like, like that is the, like the, I'm going to buy, you know, a, I'll spend $300. Like, I I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to do that. Like again, talking about my TV, I'm like, is this a good use of money? Probably not. My TV still turns on. Um yeah. like that's that's a lot of money. I don't and like three hundred dollars is like the same way. Like, oh man, that's a lot of I don't want to just randomly spend three hundred dollars. Yeah. Right? Right, which is which has made some of our recent set releases like crap, why do they print all of these like busted lands <laughs> at rare? Dang it, yeah. why are all these lands $12 a piece? I need, like, 10 of them. Arr, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, I I hope that... What I think... What I hope happens... Well, what I would hope happens is Wizard sells very few of them and announces, like, 
yeah, product was a flop. Our bad. We're not going to do this anymore. We've we've well, heard the people. That's not. I gonna think happen. that's unrealistic. Like, I mean, that's what I think may actually happen is they say that internally. Yeah. And then they tell us that it sold out and it was an amazing success. Oh, I'm sure no matter what happens, oh, it's yeah. going to be a success that sells out. Yeah, but like, and again, you can you can control that by, you know, how many you printed. Right. Right. Um, but. It's also scary that um, it is the closest they've got up to the reserve list line. Yeah. And as much as, like, you know, we talk about uh, reprints driving down values of cards, and they do, like, there's always going to be, like, a premium on the older cards. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, how much is, uh, I'm trying to think here, Imperial Recruiter? Oh, yeah, from uh, Portal Three Kingdoms? Yeah. So that used to be, like, the poster child. Okay. So uh, market price is 173 Now, it has been printed three times. Yeah. Since Imperial Recruiter was like $600. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. Like, oh, it was two, it was 260 a year ago. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it's gone down. I think it's yeah. also like there are so few of them sold. It's just whatever the last price was, the last one that sold, that was the market price. Right. But, like, like that is, you know, scary if you've bought a bunch of cards. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, like, I don't think that an underground sea is going to ever be 100 bucks ever again. No, definitely not. Like, I like get unlimited underground sea like it almost doesn't matter how many of them they print well, i mean i don't think a revised underground sea will ever be a hundred dollars again yeah so a revised yeah but my, my point being like i don't think that like they could like break the reserve list and then like lower yeah. the price of the old reserve list cards well look at force of will God, yeah force of will is not even reserve list was an uncommon in a set that they printed way too much of. Has been reprinted four times. I am looking five at, times. Uh, five. It's still a hundred dollars. Five times, soon to be six, with three different versions. Yeah. And it is, uh, the low is eighty one. The market price is one ten. It was one ten seven years ago mm-hmm. it has been a hundred dollars for literally seven years they were yeah. now they they printed it mythic but it is i think we're well, not going to reprint dual lands at common or rare <laughs> like they'd just be mythics yeah um even the uh judge foil force of will is still 470 yeah I mean, no, it was like seven hundred at one point. 
but it's like 400. Yeah. Oh, wait. I thought of someone who would buy a $1,000 pack. I can't remember his name, but years ago he played foiled out um, blue-white Miracles Control with four Force of Wills uh, and on a whim bought a Library of Alexandria so he could have the artist sign it at a GP. There's our one. There's the one. There's the one. You know who I'm talking about. I can't think of his name, though. Yeah, he, he didn't play at our store, though. He played at the other store. No, he played at our store. Did he? Yeah, like I remember playing with him like one of the first times I played Legacy. No. I thought uh, he played at Narf. No, 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 no. He played he played at ours. Maybe he played at both, but he played at ours. For sure. I he this was clear back at the like across from the high school yeah. uh days. Yes. Many, many moons ago. But still, like yeah, like these cards aren't gonna get like super cheaper. And it, like, like Tarmogoyf didn't get cheaper because they printed it a whole bunch. Tarmogoyf no, it got, got cheaper because it's not good anymore. Exactly. So like, what happened with Tarmogoyf is they would print Tarmogoyf, and so you'd open one, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, "Well, I have one. I guess I need to get the other three. Right. Right. And oh, they'll be a little bit cheaper here, so I can grab them. Right. And so like, you would like, like. As you would put more supply out, you would increase demand because people mm-hmm. would get like the first one. Right. And they're like, oh, well, I guess I need to get the rest. And so, like, Tarmogoyf never got cheaper. And, like, as soon as someone opens a Scrubland, right, that, that they could actually play. Right. Right. If, if Wizards was like YOLO, no reserve list anymore, right? What happens then is, is like, well, I guess I need the Underground Sea mm-hmm. and the, the uh, Tundra for my Esper deck because I already have the one. Right. And now they're going to start looking for that when they were just happy with, like, I don't know, tap dual land before. Yeah. Right? They were like, ah, oh, whatever. It's a, uh, Scoured Barons, you're doing it. And then they got to change their Scoured Barons to a Scrubland. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Yeah. I mean, the closest we've come is like the fetch lands. Mm-hmm. But like that took a standard set printing and two or three other Except printings. Like printings. Yeah. To get them to where they're like, instead of like the most expensive ones being $80, they're like 50, 40. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, but like even those though, think about the sheer quantity of modern horizons two that was opened. Yeah. So right now, okay. You can buy a scalding tarn modern horizons two for 20 bucks. A Zendikar one is 25 and they used to be 80. Mm -hmm. So they were able to get them down pretty substantially. Think about the quantity of modern horizons that was opened though. Oh yeah. Like every card in that set is a banger. Yeah. Like, you couldn't open a bad card in that set. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the value has to... Like, when you have a product like that, the value gets distributed. So you can't have Urza's Sagas and Ragavans and Pitch Elementals and an expensive rare slot. Yeah. 
It just doesn't work. Yeah. So I don't think we have to worry about them like printing like actual playable um like reserve list cards. But I, like, I definitely see more of this product though. Oh yeah. Like could you see them just like Urza's block remastered. Yeah. I'm calling it. I, I have a feeling that's what's coming next next is Urza's block remastered. Um what about like you I guess yeah, I guess but other than a handful of cards, you wouldn't have to like weird back them. Would you um, would, would they I mean you really only had to weird back the reserve list cards in this product. Most of beta is not reserved. Fair. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if you could, like, eh, I guess you couldn't do it for, like, draft. Not that anyone's drafting this. Um, well, I mean, I can't imagine why they would put three basic lands in every pack if they weren't intending it to be, like, a beta draft experience. <laughs> why on earth would you put three base, three non-legal basic lands you can't even use. Well, we want we want we want it to be like opening a beta pack thirty years ago. No. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. No. So, um, it's, but you're right. I could definitely see going forward where, you know, when did Arabian Nights come out? Like they could do the thirtieth, an- they could do the thirtieth anniversary of Arabian Nights, yeah, right, and then just like weird back it. They could just like pick the iconic sets, you know. Or they could use the original Arabian Nights back. Oh, the pink no, one. The oh yeah, the one like where we almost didn't get magic as we know it. Yeah, and yeah, keep they, that mountain at rare. <laughs> yeah, but they they could do that exactly. And then, yeah, yeah legends, I, dark antiquities. I, I think they had to do like a whole compilation, early magic expansions. Yeah, I was gonna say, you, you, I, I don't think anyone's like, yo, you know what we need? You know what nostalgia I want? Opening dark packs. <laughs> I mean, you can still buy dark packs pretty cheap. Yeah. So, comparatively cheap, I should say. Yeah, I mean, is this just like? people wanting um like do they think people want the experience of opening a pack or is it just like these cost zero dollars the first Mm -hmm. one we sell probably pays for all of the ones we printed 100 percent. the second one we sell is profit yep and like as with the quantity of what i'm imagining this is being printed in it would not surprise me at all if Wizards was like, hey, printer company that we use, we're thinking of doing this product. Can you run me some test samples? And they just packaged them up and here, $1,000 a piece. So you're, you're feeling like they've printed hardly any of these? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm going to guess a couple thousand. Okay. I, was, I, I thought 10000 because I was trying to do the math in my head, like 10000 gets you $10 million. Is that right? I think. Yes. Yeah. 10,000 gets you $10 million. So sweet. 
Hey, we need a way to make ten thousand dollars this quarter. Ah, do I thousand dollar packs? Go on. Yeah. Well, and like that's kind of why I think that this isn't the last we're going to see of this. Um, if you follow like Hasbro's investor mm-hmm. statements or investor conferences or whatever, um, like Hasbro's been killing it on the back of Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Like Wizards of the Coast is carrying the company. And they said like five years or three years ago that in five years they wanted to, you know, hit whatever target and they hit that target two years early. Yeah. It was like doubling the profits or something. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, they, in the latest investor statement, they said they want to increase profits an additional 50% over the next three years, which is like absolutely unheard of. Yeah, like basically you're tripling your profits. Yeah, you like companies don't come out and say, hey, this is what we're planning to do because like they get laughed out of the room. Like that that is a completely unrealistic expectation for any company. There there's the uh the the concept there's there's a what is it, UPod under promise over deliver. That makes yeah. the that makes the market happy. Yeah. But if you over promise and under deliver, you get annihilated. Yes. And I mean, they move the the guy who was in charge of Wizards to be the CEO of all of Hasbro. Yeah. They're like, this is the one guy who makes us money. We'll right. let him run the whole thing. And he's like, Transformers in our magic cards. <laughs> There's a part yeah. of me that is going to buy some Transformer magic cards. But oh, probably. Um, probably. I can't. But like you look at the way the things that Wizards has been doing over the last, uh, you know, all of the things we've been complaining about for years at this point to make whatever goal that they had had. And mm-hmm. this next goal is substantially more than that previous goal was. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't... Over the same time frame. Like, what what are they going to have to do to meet that goal? I said they can't release any more secret layers. Right, like... I, I don't know how they could do any more than they're already doing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Other than, like you said, like... You know, maybe they release like more remastered products, and or something like that. Well, they... I think this is what we're gonna see. This product is what we're gonna see. Just filling in that 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 gap of like we have to like, you know, we have to have a set come out that is high dollar mm-hmm. that people may want. But I mean. After a certain point, when you don't have to worry about the reserve list stuff, you could just say, like, hey, I know that everyone loves IPA draft. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do IPA remastered. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever, right? They can just, like... It's an invasion plane shift apocalypse for, yes, for people that don't know. <laughs> right. Um, And so we're just going to do that. Because we already... Because, like... The R&D time, the amount of time it takes to make a a uh, remastered set has is significantly less time than it oh, yeah. is to make an actual set. Right, again, like, you can, you know, contract it out to, like, two people that only get to go to the first floor of your building and be <laughs> like, hey, how about you get rid of the cards that don't do anything in this draft format? Okay. And they do that. You buy them some pizza and beer, and mm-hmm. then like you have a card file, right? 
and then you're done. Yep. And no, no big deal. But yeah, you're right. Like they are probably going to start doing this enough to make things um, annoying. I mean, that's their MO. Like every time they've done something that was remotely successful and went over well, they ran it into the ground. Not even stuff that went over well. So like this kind of started, was it the War of the Spark, like Planeswalker? Well, I was uh, thinking back way farther than that. Think about like Full Art Lands. Fair. Well, they were they were restrained on Full Art Lands for years. They mm-hmm. did Full Art Lands in the Unsets. That was their gimmick. Mm-hmm. Then they did them in Zendikar, the plane that cared about lands. Mm-hmm. Then they did them again in Battle for Zendikar. Yep. So, like, that was 10 years apart? Well, yeah, but then the floodgates opened. Like, and that was right around the time all these weird changes started happening. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. And you then got, they... like, the lottery cards and... Yeah. And you, like... Remember they were going to do the, like, invocation expeditions in every set? Yep. And then yep. they just... They went so hard so fast, they printed all the cards that people wanted, and then they ran out of things. Mm-hmm. And they made them ineligible. But... Right. Neither here nor there. But, yeah, I can see where you just, like... Where they just kind of take an idea, run it into the ground. And this could be, like, again, like... A fourth floor person's idea, right? The marketing yeah. people's idea. And they just do the thing until, yep. like, it stops making money. The, the other example I had was old border cards. Like, when they started doing things in the retro border, mm-hmm. it was super cool at first. I was really excited for Time Spower Remastered and, like, the old border stuff. And then they started doing promos in old border. And then there was a special slot in Modern Horizons that was Old Border. And then there was Secret Layers that were Old Border. And now we have like a whole year of promos that are Old Border, plus Old Border in this, plus Old Border in Dominaria Remastered. Like everything's Old Border now. Does it even matter? Uh, My cube would say yes, but otherwise, no. (laughs) You know what I mean, though? Like they pick something that is popular and then make it so that it's not special anymore. Yeah, I mean in in their mind it only needs to be special enough to get people to buy packs. And yeah. then whatever happens in the secondary market, if it's flooded with these kind of cards, that doesn't impact them. Right. Because as we've talked about before, like you can just print reprint equity. Mm-hmm. Right? Like uh, we made the cycle of pitch elementals. They're all like the cheap one is fifteen bucks. Yeah. The expensive one is eighty. So now when we do um Modern Horizons three or God forbid we go back to the Modern Masters product, mm-hmm. hey, now we can throw the pitch elementals in right at uh at Mythic again. And yep. now now people have a reason to open these packs. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have to do that, though. They'll just put them in, put them on the list in a special slot, twice the twice the occurrence of a normal list card on the list for whatever is coming up. Return to Lorwyn. Yeah, but, like, I guess my point is, like, they don't even have to worry about, like, printing stuff out of, yeah. like, reprint equity. Because they used to be, oh, we can't print the fetch lands 
too much, yeah. right? We got to save them for a special thing because we don't want because we want people to still want them. And it's like, well, no, you can just like I said, you could. Uh, uh, maybe it was in the pre-show. I was like, when are we gonna get like shock triumphs? Mm-hmm. Right? And they're like, well, like we need a thing to print in Ravnica. Well, we'll make shock lands, but they're triumphs. Cool. They're bolt lands. Yeah, they yeah they cost you three life. Okay, fine. Like now we have like now these cards are desirable, and we're gonna need to reprint them at some point. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, all right, we had talked about not letting the show go too long. We have failed. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up here then. We can yeah. uh, continue from here next week. We have yeah, we have way more stuff that is happening. Yep. So, oh yeah. Uh, with all of this, I think we have a show. It's part of a show, at least. It's part of a show. So if if you are like secretly the one person that is of sound mind that is going to buy uh, uh, the Magic 30th Anniversary uh, product, let us know. Get at us on social media. All those links <laughs> are in the description below. Be like, hey, mine are pre-ordered. Let's go. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Get it in, yeah. Okay, yeah. Elon. <laughs> And if you're looking to support the show, uh, which is probably a better investment than Magic 30, you get more entertainment out of it, I would think. Uh, there's two ways you can do it. The first is our TCG Player Affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. You're going to buy cards anyway. You might as well use our affiliate link and help the show out. Uh, the second is our Patreon, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get access to our show notes. They get to listen to our pre-show. And you get put on my mailing list for when I do givebacks which should be coming out soon. Um, so hop on over there, chip in a couple bucks, and uh, help the show out. Please. Yeah. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. <laughs>